Welcome to The Modern Rustic. I'm Russell. I'm Zach. We are a community-based podcast from the heart of the Fraser Valley, where we have classic conversations about our current culture and the impact we have on it. Russell, you were saying something interesting about DVD special features. I was, but before I get to that, I <laughs> I thought of a really great uh, band joke. Okay, what did the drummer name his twin daughters? <laughs> <sighs> Uh, Do you know I, this I one? Booga and booga. If you say it, if you know the answer, say it. Oh, and a one, and a two. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Love it. I read it like yesterday on Instagram. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to use this. Anyways, what was my question, Zach? We were talking about um, oh, DVDs. DVD special features. Yeah. Yes. Okay. First of all, thank you guys for coming on the show. Of course. Second of all, DVD special features. Were they worth ever being invented? I, th- I think it depends on if you're the kind of person who likes to know how things are done. Because I, I always liked seeing stuff of being like, oh, that's how the sets are. Or like you see an actor and they're just being themselves. They're like doing a dumb thing on set. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's so cool. Bloopers. bloopers. Yeah, yes. bloopers. Bloopers are fantastic. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. watch uh, Monsters, Inc.? They had bloopers, but because it's a, like an animated movie, mm-hmm. they had to like actually write the bloopers in. I love that you put extra work into making bloopers. Right. <sighs> that's good. You know, it's interesting, right? So we now we live in the streaming age. Nobody buys DVDs. Mm-hmm. So do are we really are we missing out on those like fun, quirky special features like the the director's talk and the what else was there? Kind of just like featurettes, they would always call them. Yeah. In, in yeah. air quotes. There were some where they'd like, oh, yeah, yeah they overdub the director mm-hmm. over the movie and yeah, 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 you could hear stuff, but because like, I still know people that get DVDs and they will listen to the whole show back again with the directors and the actors mm. in the background. I'm like, that's, that's so much effort. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I have limited uh, 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 focus and ability to sa- sustain my attention. So watching a movie where I'm not even involved in the, like engaged in the movie and I go listen to a person talk, it's a bit too much for me. <laughs> Keep up. It depends on the film, of course, though, if you really True. enjoy a film. Like, one of my favorite movies is The Lion King. Oh. And watching the behind the scenes on The Lion King, on like the Wildebe Stampede, the mm-hmm. technology they made for just that scene mm. is always a lot of fun to like see yeah. the process. So, that's interesting. I guess it is just for the fans, right? If you really love movie making, like, that's that's why you that's why you have that stuff. I just find that it's it's I ask people that because I don't know if it's something we're missing now, mm. right? Is it is it less fun because we don't have those special features? Because Disney's doing it a little bit, and Netflix is doing it a little bit. Like, they have, like, the making of episodes and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but it's just not the same. It's like a very no. 90s kid thing almost. Right? Is there even a market for that anymore? Yeah. Like, like I the think there is, but... But then make a YouTube channel and call yeah. it, like... I was going to say, that kind of stuff just kind of lives on YouTube yeah. pretty yeah. much. I remember, um, I think this... The Arctic Monkeys had a YouTube channel, and it was just like random little tour vlogs oh, yeah. while they're going around. Like back in the day too, before they were even huge, you can still go back and watch like, oh, there they are backstage before they went up, and they're all just being dumb guys. Like, yeah. so I think YouTube has kind of yeah replaced it a little bit. The know? fact that you can go back though, that's the yeah. thing that I'm kind of like a little worried about with streaming is that if a company folds, like if if their streaming service doesn't 
like continue on then you lose all that content and it's gone mm. and if you own your DVD like you can at least go back and watch it again later oh, yeah. but if it's like on some streaming platform and they're no longer a company it's gone yeah. that's I don't like that yeah yeah, that's the weird thing about uh, about streaming is these things just disappear, especially now. It, it's becoming a big thing because Disney has started just taking stuff off of Disney Plus, yeah. original content mm-hmm. that has never lived anywhere else. They're just taking it off Disney Plus, and then it's just gone. Yeah. There's yeah. no way to get it. Yeah, I, um, that's why people start, start pirating again. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. they're going back. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's going to be, like, no reason to stay on. Like, the services that were there initially didn't exist elsewhere, so, like, it was a really cool thing. But now that the service is expensive and it's all, like, separate, so you don't get really, like, a good deal by, by just having one streaming, like, just Netflix. Yeah. You used to get everything on Netflix. And now it's like, well, it's actually inconvenient. It was convenient at first, but now it's inconvenient, so... I'm not advocating for piracy, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think B- buy our music. We're on Bandcamp. Actually, that is the thing. Bandcamp is a thing. People like because you can actually directly support people, yeah. even if it's like two bucks. It's like yeah. you know, you know, it's going straight. Yeah, they got the name like your that. price thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. People are willing to pay for content they want. You know, mm-hmm. If it supports the artist or the mm-hmm. the uh, people involved in the creation of said product, mm-hmm. and if it's good too. Yeah, <laughs> that's also very important. I mean, like if you're streaming sports right now, um, like if like I got, like to watch a lot of hockey, and the options that we have are for hockey are just like abysmal. There's no like 4K streaming for for sports really in Canada, hmm. and in the United States, sports are are really big, so they have lots of lots of ways to access it but right now it's like not better to pay for you know i don't know whatever nhl mm-hmm. streams or whatever but then like you can go on some website and then just just like watch a stream from someone's like tv show or tv um box or whatever mm-hmm. and and it's just as good quality so it's like why am i paying for this mm. that's interesting i'm not a big sports guy so i don't really i don't know the struggle yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So, I mean, what was that? Isn't there an e- there's an ESPN streaming service, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, that's for for America. Like that. Right. That's the, that's okay. Like the good one. And and like if you watch basketball there, like you can see like the sweat pouring <laughs> off of their faces, and wow. it's like super high quality. And then when we watch here, it's in like 720p. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the best you can get. Interesting. CBC even films the hockey in 4K, but will not distribute it in, in really? 4K. Really? So, huh. like, if you watch on, like, the, the highlights at the end, like, in, on YouTube or whatever, they're all 720p. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's bad. <laughs> huh. And then they have special nights where they broadcast in 4K, and it's like, wow! Really? <laughs> yeah. That's so dumb. It's like, you could have been doing this the whole time. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's not so That's- good. You know, especially in, the, in a post-COVID world where everybody watched yeah. TV all the time, yeah. you'd think they'd upgrade that stuff. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. It's probably funding. It's all money. <laughs> it's, it's all money. money. It's all money. It's all money. Yeah. It's like when you go, why is uh, Netflix Canada and America different programs? Mm. It's like, there's got to be some financial reason going Absolutely. on Absolutely. Licensing like, issues yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy that the licensing is different. Like, we're, yeah. Yeah. we're right next to each other. It's not like the demographics are that different. Yeah, the people that watch yeah. 
TV in Washington and the people that watch TV in British Columbia are the same people. Well, yeah. they're not like fully the same people, but we watch the same stuff. Definitely. It's not that difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That was a nice intro. I, <laughs> I didn't know that thing about sports. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's pretty bad. Okay. Welcome, you guys, to the show. This is our first in a little while, so I'm glad to have you. This will be our uh, get back into the groove of it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. In there. Um, just why don't you guys just introduce yourselves? We'll go around and just tell us why you're here. Can start with Dan? Oh, good. Yes. Okay. You're the leader of the band. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm the front man of the band. I don't want Well, you're the that. vocalist. Come on. The vocalist. Hi. Yeah. Okay. I'm Daniel. <laughs> Um, we're in a band called Morse Code Literature. We're based out of the valley. So he lives in Langley. I live in Abbey. He lives in Chilliwack. They can't see who you're pointing at, though. Well, that's, <laughs> they can imagine. Yeah. One of them <laughs> lives in e- each city. Yeah, we're pretty spread out. We were all in Chilliwack, <laughs> and then we all kind of dispersed. Um, Life happens. And we're here because you guys like talking about local people, and it's kind of sick, actually. Like, yeah. That's pretty cool. Especially as... um. I don't know, like, we're not huge. We have, like, almost 200 followers on Instagram now, I think. And so to be on a podcast just feels like, oh, man, (laughs) we did something, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, we made it, Mom. I'm quitting. (laughs) You've reached your peak. Yeah. You're good. So, yeah, we're going to break up live on air. That's the plan tonight. (laughs) And then get it all out. (laughs) That would be amazing. Don't actually, but, like, our our, our ratings would skyrocket. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or this will be the one where you know when we're playing Madison Square Garden they'll find us podcast and be like how did they do anything <laughs> oh, yeah I'm Dan um, and yeah I play bass and I'm the vocalist uh, my name's Michael I play guitar in Morse Code Literature um, our band started in an interesting way um, Dan and I worked at an SO gas station mm-hmm for a few years together and while we commiserated with our pretty horrible boss at that SO gas station uh, Dan asked me one time if, if I played music and I was like yeah let's, let's have a jam yeah and and we jammed for a long time it was just the two of us yeah and then we kind of got serious after we started kind of writing some stuff and we're like this isn't so bad this is this is pretty good mm-hmm. your and opinions was yeah that- yeah in our opinions, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a little rough. <laughs> I've listened back and yeah. I'm like, it's not it's our best. Not, it's not good no. in comparison to where we are now. But it definitely, mm-hmm. it didn't, it didn't feel like that kind of. Uh, I don't know if you ever jam with other musicians, but like sometimes you, you play with someone and they might have like the technical skill, mm-hmm. but they just have no idea how to like listen and then react to it. Mm-hmm. And and Dan's very good at listening to music and and hearing like where he fits in there. And and that was really helpful for me too and so we kind of started that way and then we put out some craigslist ads and <laughs> literally uh, really we, yeah uh, we searched for people that way which again uh, mm for m <laughs> yeah we made <laughs> we made a compilation of like what we thought was our best and again i listened to that and i'm like angie i don't know what you were thinking <laughs> which leads to me i suppose <laughs> so it goes to me so my name is Andrew. I'm the drummer of Morse Code Literature, and as Dan was explaining, I was kind of scrolling through the personal ads on Craigslist. <laughs> they have a music section. I just want to make that clear for people who don't know. <laughs> you know <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I, I liked what I, I heard. I saw a lot of potential in it, and 
like I would love to get involved because I recently just moved to Chilliwack all the way from Surrey wow. so I was like up right near Coltis Lake all like not all alone I had family there and I was like I need to do something I need to be musically involved and saw his ad and the rest is kind of history mm-hmm. really there's not much else to it I think we uh, I think it worked from the beginning yeah yeah okay but just walk me through the <laughs> ad response yeah I need to hear oh because this is yeah. I feel like this is a good story <laughs> like how do you respond to this Craigslist ad how did I respond, Dan? I can't quite remember. You texted us. If, we met at a Starbucks. Oh, yeah, so, you, so yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. posted, hey, we're looking for a drummer or a keyboardist, and I was like, oh, I'm a piano player and, and a drummer. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm both of those, both of those things. <laughs> Do you play both on stage at the you, same time? Yeah, no, so I have a grand piano right beside my drum kit. <laughs> and I, oh. I, that would be sick. Play with your feet. Yeah, exactly. No kick or hi hat. Just, <laughs> just the tone. Just the hands and the feet playing piano. But yeah, I know he. They had a, a sample Google Drive set up with a couple of their songs that, uh, and I thought had a lot of potential and were really good. So I went we up. spent some time editing the those like audio clips together. I felt yeah. like it was pretty good. And we wrote up a nice uh, a nice uh, ad with a whole bunch of nice things to say. It's like. We're, we're very professional, people. very straight to the point. So we met up at a Starbucks. They wouldn't do Tim Hortons. They wanted to be very... <laughs> like, yeah, I want to treat them right. <laughs> yeah, very good impression. And uh, got along right off the bat, I think. Yeah, we talked about just like music and games and everything and um, made some dumb jokes. And it was like, oh, okay, this is going to vibe at least like personality-wise too. Because mm-hmm, it's yeah. one thing to play with people and it's another thing to like hang out with them and yeah. you know like we're friends too so yeah. that's part of it is that we just enjoy being around each other as well it really helps god yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, can you yeah. speak to that Zach? <laughs> yeah yeah so many good bands split up because yeah people just can't get along like yeah god, it yeah. uh i'm in a band as well i don't know if russell told you guys yeah. in, in your conversations but yeah i'm in a band and we have blown through a few members mm-hmm. <laughs> not to speak ill of any of the people that were in the band prior but uh yeah it's just yeah the personality is a huge thing for what's, sure what's your band called uh we're called no faith and fortune okay yeah uh, i've seen your name around okay yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah like a progressive metalcore yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah that's sick yeah yeah very heavy very loud but yeah <laughs> I we've it. um we've been a three-piece pretty much the whole time yeah and we've had times of going, oh, it would be so cool to have like another guitar or a keyboard. And we've brought people in, and there's just something that's not there. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. something about the three of us when we jam together. Like we don't have to say anything or explain anything. Yeah. We just come up with something new every time. And like some people, like um, not to talk ill of anybody, but there's one guy we got, and he was a really good guitar player. But I think he only ever played like alone in his room. And the idea of like playing with other people where he wasn't like the main character mm. or had to adapt oh, yeah. to what other people were doing to like, <laughs> fit into the whole vibe. Because yeah. if we're all doing some kind of like slowish jam, like do, do, ka, do, 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 ka, he comes in like, <laughs> it was like, bro, like that's not yeah. what we're doing. Like that's not what we were yeah. trying mm-hmm. to do. Well, so, yeah. And I think your guys' sound too. Like I, I listened to the one song that you guys have on Spotify and I, I think it lends itself well to a three piece band too. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know that you guys necessarily need another yeah another piece it's like um it's like this sort of grass is greener situation yeah you know yeah. but but i do think that if we had a second guitarist or a, a keyboard it could like it could free like what i do up with my guitar like it could free me up a little bit to like explore some other mm, kinds of things yeah because yeah, he has to kind of switch between playing more rhythmy chord stuff than doing right. lead stuff mm-hmm. which again i think we do a good mix of we yeah. kind of blend it 
well. But he found a way to do it. Yeah, which I'm always impressed by. I don't know how he does it. It's, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. You're really good, Michael. You are. I really <laughs> like your work. <laughs> I think that's. What I, th- I think with our like, the, we have a, quite a bit of a backlog of material that we just haven't released. But I, I think all of us, like all three of us, really gel with each other in a way that's unique. Because I think we have three different backgrounds. That's. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess. There's yeah. surprisingly few bands that we all listen to. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, why don't we talk about that for a little bit then? Oh, sure. yeah. yeah, let's like go between the three of you guys and just talk about like your backgrounds in music, what your yeah. kind of influences are. Uh, why don't we start with uh, you? Me? Yeah. yeah. I'm just the drummer. Well, we started over here this time. <laughs> I mean, that's only fair. I mean, my background, you know, I, I, I don't really restrict myself to any particular genre, I would say. Like, I have a pretty wide spectrum of music I listen to, but... When did you start playing uh, the drums? I think I was 11, okay. 11 years old, 12 wow. years old. What started it for you? What, what started it? We needed a drummer because all the people I was hanging out with who kept saying that they wanted to start a band were all guitarists. So, <laughs> so, so we'd, we'd be we'd be we sitting in a in a room with five guitarists, and I'm looking at everybody, and I go, hmm. Well, one of us is gonna have to do it. But I've always loved percussion, and I just didn't even know it. Like I played organ and piano when I was two, so it was always Ooh. there. I'm not, nothing too crazy. Like go to my grandmother's house and play the organ, and and be like, oh, the the low notes are on the left side and the high notes are on the right side, and then you know, you go from there. So it's pretty simple stuff when you break <laughs> it down that way. But I'd tinker around with it, but. Yeah, I started drumming when I was 11 or 12, bought my first drum kit at 12 years old, and uh, bought my first guitar at 13, and kind of exploring the music like as much as I can ever since then. So Yeah, awesome. Yeah. What are you uh, listening to these days? Oh, it depends how I'm feeling. <laughs> you know, like, you know, people ask, well, what's your favorite? It's like, yeah, you, you know, can. next week might yeah. be, but yeah. these days I'm listening to a lot of... Um, Frank Zappa these days. Oh, like, cool. Yeah, his, his drummers are huge for me. Uh, Tom Waits, he's really into percussion. Mm. He does a lot of cool percussion stuff. Um, and some orchestral stuff and classical stuff. Like, Is Tom Waits what's new Pussycat? Is that, is that the same? That's, that's a... <clears throat> That's Tom Jones. Tom, <laughs> Tom Wayne's doing what new pussycat? What's new pussycat? <laughs> to be honest, there's a lot of Toms in the music game. Yeah, there is a lot of Toms. Wrong. Now name another one. I think. Uh, <laughs> Tom Wayne's. <laughs> but yeah, like Stravinsky. That's a huge thing mm. for me, too. Mm. So... What does that mean? I don't know what that is. Igor Stravinsky, classical composer, Rise at Rite of Spring, like that Devils thing. You've definitely oh, heard. You heard if you heard it, if you heard it, you'd be like, oh, it's that. Piece. Yeah. You ever it watched like, Fantasia? Yeah. Disney's Fantasia. Yeah. 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 It's the dinosaur part. That's okay. Rite of Spring. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That's a crazy song. The background of it, you know, the whole like lore of it. I don't know the lore, but it's I know um, that it caused like riots it's when about, it first came. Yeah, out. it's about like a pagan festival where they pick a girl and she basically danced till she died. And oh. when they did it on stage, there's a video on YouTube. It's so creepy because they have like these painted faces and it's like really eerie and they're doing these weird like not moving ballet. Oh, it's yeah. It's you should watch it. It's crazy, and then you think about somebody watched that in like 1912 and like probably just like died. (laughs) There were no horror movies back then, so like, man, yeah, 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 very, very. That's kind of what I'm listening to these days. Okay, enough. All right, let's move down the line. 
Uh, wow. Um, my musical tastes are varied. Um, I li- lately listen to a lot of EDM, uh, but not like like dancey EDM where it's like um, I don't know, like Stevie Aoki or like those kinds of things. But but more like uh, I like this this artist called Space Jesus, and uh, he's very very interesting and has kind of this sort of like disturbing, creepy kind of vibe about like the music. But then it's also full of these just weird and wild sounds and like lots of syncopation for me. Um, um, for me in in music, I find that rhythm is the thing that I first like identify with. Um, actually, uh, like I'm, I'm I'm a neurodivergent individual, and and one of the things that uh, that I experience when I listen to music is that I have a hard time processing like um, like the words like in like mm. the singer sing. Mm. So whenever I listen to music with lyrics, it just sounds like random like nonsense. And sometimes like I'll hear like the right lyrics but then I'll hear like other other possible words that my brain's like it could have been that word and it'll just kind of like fudge it together so I oftentimes don't really like relate to lyrics and stuff but but melodies harmonies and and rhythm is like what really really does it for me um but I do like I do like um like I, I can hear you know lyrics and kind of make sense <laughs> of them sometimes so I, I listen to Mother Mother a lot there's oh, uh, yeah. a lot of really cool uh word plays and like double entendres and mm-hmm. I think when I when I hear that that like makes my brain go wow that was really cool mm-hmm. I really like when that kind of comes out but uh, but I do listen to like everything. another band that you've probably heard. No, of. I've heard. I yeah. know Mother Mother. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to think of what was that song. They're really popular. The song. Hayloft. 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 Ghosting. Was there one? Was there was one with champagne in it? Was that a different guy? You might be thinking of a different different guy. guy. Uh, Doesn't I can't matter. Think of anything guy. off the top of my head. Okay, yeah. continue. Yeah. yeah. So I I like that kind of music. I like um, really heavy music. I'll listen to metal with uh, with my wife Cindy. She's more of a metalhead than I am, but when she puts it on, I I really enjoy it. I find that like the breakdowns and like those those you know like I really love that. That's like my favorite thing. But then oddly enough, um, even though I'm not really listening to lyrics, I don't like the the like screaming like especially when. It sounds like a pig being executed. Like that's not for me so much. I think it's uh, sometimes a bit too funny for me to take totally seriously. Mm. They could be saying anything. Too. They could be. I mean, they might write beautiful lyrics that have like really you know deep passion, yeah. or it's like a recipe for muffin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's actually just like rolling around. He's like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> no, it, are you're you right. Metal, are you yeah. <laughs> I'm a big metal guy, yeah, oh, okay, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, like, you're right. Like the the harsh vocals thing is, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. But I think to your point about rhythm, I have always viewed because I'm actually also there's something going on up here, and I'm the same way with lyrics. Yeah. And so I mean, you know, it doesn't really bother me. So I see the vocals in in bands oh, like that yeah. a lot more percussive. Yes. Yeah. Mm. We uh, my my wife and I recently went to see um, Avenged Sevenfold, mm. and there was this uh, opening back uh, opening act, uh, Kim Dracula, mm. and they have this sort of like scatting kind of thing where the vocal like the screams are more like rhythmic with the band and they would do this really cool like triplet feel or this like kind of syncopated thing with the guitar and so like the vocals and the guitar were kind of like working in in Mm. tandem to make this cool sound I was grooving hard to that it was really cool 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the uh, kind of music I, I like. I like um, pretty much anything. I'll, I will listen to even, like, I like country, I like folk, I like bluegrass. I listen to this band Green Sky Bluegrass, um, uh, which is a clever name. Um, but they play bluegrass style music or they use bluegrass instruments but they bring in like modern um techniques and and kind of like ideas into the music they do a lot of like uh, effects pedals which i'm a big fan of uh like guitar effects pedals and so they'll take like uh an instrument that normally wouldn't have that and then they'll manipulate the sound to make mm. it kind of interesting like they'll take their mandolin and put a delay pedal or like a wah or something on it, it sounds pretty <laughs> neat cool yeah and then what got you playing guitar in the first place? Oh, um, my brother was, uh, my brother's a, a few years older than I am, and he was in high school, and he had a guitar in his bedroom, and he was l- taking guitar class, and he was also learning bass at the same time, and I used to sneak into his room, because I thought guitar was really cool, and so I would just, like, sneak into his bedroom when he wasn't around, and I'd play his guitar, and eventually one day he, he kind of was like, don't go in my fucking room. <laughs> but also, I'm not playing this, so I guess you can have it. So he gave me his guitar, and I learned the blues scale, and I was like, this is so cool. And then I never learned anything else ever since then. How old were you? I was probably like 13 or 14. So I met you, you were probably what, like... 21-ish, 2-ish, maybe? It's been almost like 10 years, I think. It's been a while. Yeah. So then, I would have been like yeah. 19 or 20. Though. Yeah, wait, how old are you guys? I'm 28. I'm Holy shit. Oh. Yeah, I know. I was uh, yeah. blessed with this. He's single, ladies. <laughs> single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I um, actually, um, I started, uh, like, my sort of musical journey when I was in, like, grade three or so. Um, I learned how to play the violin. I, I took lessons for that. And my um, my instructor was, like, this classical violinist, and he was in the orchestra in Chilliwack, and he was, like, pretty excited that I had, a, 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 like, a pretty decent musical ear, but I didn't want to play classical music. <laughs> so I started, uh, my, my dad was uh, really into bluegrass. And so when I was growing up, we listened to a lot of bluegrass music. And he was going to be a banjo player, and I was going to play the violin or a fiddle. And my family was going to be a bluegrass band in his mind, but he didn't learn how to play the banjo. And uh, the rest of my family didn't know how to play any instruments, but eventually I learned how to play the guitar. <laughs> It didn't work out it's so all on, well. It's all on your shoulders. But like, you, you know, carry the family. it could have happened. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance. There's an alternate dimension. Yeah. Right? Give another timeline. The, the Bueller Bunch. Really. I've seen all the, the, the jazz bands in high school. I played saxophone. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned how to improvise. And that was like probably actually the biggest influence in my in my playing now is is learning how to improvise over like jazz chords. Mm-hmm. And, and then like knowing that you don't just play a scale because you have a scale, but you play notes from the scale that like belong to those chords. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was like pretty, pretty huge. Huge. Mm. And then from there, like my sort of knowledge of music theory is mostly like from YouTube or just kind of figuring out like mm-hmm. what did I just hear and then trying to yeah. kind of replicate it. Yeah. That's a big thing. That I was just watching an interview. Uh, do you know who Devin Townsend is? Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, 
he he's like a progressive rock metal guy, oh, cool. uh, guitar player from New West actually. Oh, nice. He's huge. He's from New um, West. He's from New West. Oh, yeah, my guitar tech That's is friends sick. with him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, super cool guy. I was watching an interview he did with Rick Beato, oh, and yeah. um, he was talking about his practice routine. Mm-hmm. He said that when he gets up every morning, he makes himself a cup of coffee, and he sits down in his practice space and turns on uh, like ten-hour loops of train videos of just like a train <laughs> riding through you know Europe and just the view. And then he just like kind of he sits down with his loop pedal mm-hmm. and just makes stuff cool. for an hour. Like, yeah. So that, yeah. like, just going back to the improvising thing, like, that's a huge thing for, yeah, yeah for any aspiring guitarist. And now I'm going to stop nerding about guitar music. What's no, that's why we're here. That's this is your here. audience. Yeah, man. I'm like, <laughs> let's go. That's yeah. also like not to to their own horns too much, but like that's what I admire about Michael too. Is like no matter what we're playing, he'll figure something out. Yeah. And it's like I'm not. I like writing melodies, but like on the spot improvisation, I just don't have the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just can't do it. Yeah, so that's like, a very specific bone to yeah. have. Yeah. Mm. I actually don't remember any of our songs. I just improvise them every time. <laughs> <laughs> we practice, but it's just for it's for those two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. Well, last but certainly certainly not least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I learned music pretty early on like my family's really musical okay. like my dad taught high school band and went to UBC for like the music program to become a teacher and all that and like my mom is a really good piano player too like they're both really good at piano and she taught music in elementary school so like I was always surrounded by everything and like I learned some piano when I was younger but um my dad tried to teach me and like we don't get along for teaching like mm-hmm. we have a great relationship but like it just did not work I couldn't do what he wanted me to do and I just wanted to play the same like four songs yeah. over and over and he's like no like, you gotta like, get good you gotta like learn don't disappoint me yeah I'm like but dad I learned this song from Final Fantasy he's like I don't care <laughs> you play it's not real art yeah use your left hand <laughs> um, but no so then I didn't really play much until high school and then my dad because he's such a music guy um, was like everybody guys three siblings and he said all you gotta take one year of band like, first year of high school, you have to do band. If you don't like it afterward, like, cool, do whatever you want. But, like, that's my one condition, like, you're doing band. And then, yeah, I loved it. I learned trumpet, and I played trumpet for all five years of high school and got, like, pretty good. Like, I was, like, the first trumpet in the thing and got... I wish I could improvise more. Like, I didn't improvise much, but we did, like, concert band and jazz band and all that. And What was your highest note? Did you get, like, a high C? Uh, like a high B. Okay. Trumpet's weird. Everything from like the C to the higher C is like easy, and then everything above that is like progressively more like I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, fall off. yeah, yeah. And trumpet only has the three little vowels, yeah. and every note up there is just you're pushing the first vowel down or leaving it open and just pushing even harder with your air. Mm. Like it's just like C D E F. It's all like open one, open one, open one. Oh. You're just like. <laughs> trying to hit the note yeah. um, I couldn't do it anymore but uh, yeah it was pretty good but then I left high school and I was like man I want to play music but no one wants a trumpet player unless you want to play like ska <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I like ska, fan of ska yeah. but um, 
Favorite ska band? Lessinger. Mm. They're playing in Seattle soon. Ooh. I think I might go actually. Yeah. They're really good. You should. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where it's like. You'll regret it if you don't. That's the thing. And they're doing the album Hello Rock View, which is one of my favorite albums probably mm. ever. And they're playing the whole thing. So I'm like, I think I gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah, I regret it. Seems yeah. mandatory. Yeah. It's like a religious calling. <laughs> no, and then, um, but yeah, I was like, no one plays ska or anything. And, I want to be in a band band and so I bought uh, Ska is not real music <laughs> <laughs> I mean I meant more like I don't want to be in an orchestra but um, I bought a bass and an amp from a friend for like 50 bucks each like 100 bucks total and I just started learning like um, songs like rock songs like all the ones from Guitar Hero started right. learning like Reptilia and stuff like that fun fact that bass is currently at my parents house yeah. and it's been there for several years yeah. <laughs> but one band practice down it's like I got this cool new red bass and it's like that is really cool and then he just left the other one there <laughs> it's like, I asked your mom and she's like we like it yeah. like, <laughs> so, one day maybe I'll take it back um, but yeah I know I played bass for a couple years on my own just kind of getting good and yeah. learning I never I always wanted to play guitar but especially back then I just couldn't at all like the mm. fretboard made no sense to me and something about strumming and picking just felt so foreign but then bass picked it up right away and it was like oh I get this like yeah. I really liked it and then yeah I met him at the gas station like he said and then we just started learning kind of together because like he was better at guitar but I think we kind of helped each other kind of learn yeah. how to like play with other people and how to write yeah. and be like oh we wrote this thing and you listen back you're like this is kind of boring actually like you <laughs> think it's the best thing you've ever done it's like okay how do I make this more interesting or how do I make it not generic or how do I make it mm. evoke something in people you know so yeah that was and then I don't know if vocals are an instrument but like, <laughs> heck yeah yeah I can yeah. always sing but like we always I remember Michael and I always saying um, oh when we find a singer when we find a singer when we find a singer and then we just never did and then I started being like well I can kind of sing and I'll just do it for now <laughs> and then it never stopped <laughs> and then I that's the other thing like you can find stuff on YouTube like how to sing better and all that and there's a lot of dumb info out there but I tried to put an effort into like actually getting better you know yeah. what's that process like of what learning how, how do you get better at singing so there's a lot of like trying to keep your throat relaxed or your breath control so you're not like squeezing out notes yeah. use a diaphragm and like um it's kind of fascinating because like one thing about your voice is like everyone kind of has their voice but you could have a different voice because it all depends on like how nasal you talk how much you're like using your voice box like if you're talking from your chest like I talk like this but like I could talk like this like a little more lower like this isn't that uncomfortable but I like talking up here more because it's natural but when you start to realize that about there's different parts of your voice and it's like an instrument in itself where it's like your diaphragm and your airway and your resonating in your head and your nose. There's all these weird little techniques that you don't realize go into it. And yeah, I used to just like sit in the car and record myself on my phone. Oh yeah. And just like try, because the other thing with your voice is, um, you know, you always sound different. Mm -hmm. When you hear back, you go, Absolutely. oh God, is that me? And it's because your, um, your voice resonates through your jawbone. And so it resonates in your jaw and goes back up to your eardrums, and then you get some room sound also coming in. So you sound like you. 
but then you have to learn how to sound like you want to sound to other people <laughs> because yeah. sometimes you'll sing a certain way and you think you sound one way and then you listen back you're like oh no that's not it man <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah we know that all too well yeah, yeah I, listening I to old, like re- editing episodes of this it's oh. like oh i sound like that yeah this is how i laugh <laughs> yeah oh. yeah <laughs> I have to change myself for other people. <laughs> it's brutal. Dan's definitely had uh, like a, an improvement over over the time that we've been playing together. Yeah, I remember. Um, like what you were talking about at our practice the other day you were actually pointing out like I used to sing this like this and now I sing it like this and I can like hit the notes really comfortably and like it doesn't sound like I'm straining for it yeah it doesn't hurt that's, that's important I think um, to add to the YouTube thing though mm-hmm. um, that's like how I learned how to play guitar mostly was through through YouTube yeah and um I don't know, uh, like, this little, little blurb about open source stuff, but I think that that sort of platform of being able to share videos to the internet and then people are able to access it, mm-hmm. it really, like, breaks down a barrier because not everybody can, like, afford to, like, have lessons or yeah. or even just doesn't have the time to, like, to go, you know, set aside that time for, for a lesson every, every week. But mm-hmm. if you can mm-hmm. just fit in, like, five, ten minutes on YouTube, you can learn anything. Yeah. And I... Yeah really really mean that I uh, I'm a teacher um, oh, it's nice. like a thing I, I do for my my actual living <laughs> um, and and I find that there is this sort of culture that's growing of this learned helplessness of, of you know these students who look at problems that are difficult and instead of breaking them down into manageable chunks they look at the big picture and go mm-hmm. I'm not gonna even bother <laughs> and it's a uh, it's a legitimate concern I have for for our future society mm-hmm. is that is that we we need people to like take on things that are a bit challenging so that we can progress a little further and mm-hmm. even if it is just music i'd rather have this sort of like future that's bright and has lots of different musicians trying different things and having that opportunity because of youtube mm-hmm. i think it's, it's pretty influential mm-hmm. yeah. you know about yourself if you learned any drumming from an actual instructor or I never took any drum lessons. I never took oh. any music That's lessons. That's why you're so shit. That's why you're <laughs> 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 Just kidding. He's very, very good. He is good. He's super I don't good. know how he does it. Um, nice save. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I don't think any of us, like I, like I said, I learned some piano and I took band class, but like I taught myself bass and taught myself guitar and drums. So it's kind of cool. Like, oh, that's so I think we're all self-taught, yeah. right? Yeah. Besides yeah. your jazz band like yeah but that was totally other instruments yeah i didn't know like i learned how to play music with other people there but like i did not much of it translated to like bass you know what i mean right being in a class where you have someone kind of like telling you you do this you do that read this material yeah Yeah. i don't really built that skill Actually, um, to add one more thing, I think that if you're uh, if you're an aspiring musician uh, listening to this podcast, I really hope that you try to, you know, go out and play with another group of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. That's a, probably the most important. There's a saying I've seen online, and other musicians have said it, where if you want to get better, you always want to be the worst musician in the room <laughs> because you're going to have to keep up. Mm-hmm. and go, what are they doing? <laughs> I don't know how to play this style of music. Yeah. Or They all just did this thing, or if you play guitar, the other guitar player plays some chord, and you're like, I never would have thought of how to do that chord in the first place, but now I'm going to learn it because this guy did it in front of me. You know, like, you never know what other people 
yeah. know that you don't know. And yeah, I think yeah. we discussed that before, where we like we really improved when we got together on the couple of years that we've been playing. Yeah, like when we first started, because we encouraged each other to do different things, mm-hmm. especially when we were, we were writing, right? Yeah, where we'd say do this, do that, and it's very very strange, but we would do it, and we'd learn something from it. Totally. Also learned to like manage some stress. Uh, we definitely had uh, we have a song called Electric Eyes that transitions from four four time to a three four like waltz part in the chorus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we nearly broke up as a band. <laughs> <laughs> so frustrating. And it was my fault, wasn't it? Didn't, didn't I say to change no, time we were all, But we were also just arguing semantics. Like I'd be like. I get some three. I count one, two, three, two. And Michael's like, no, it's in triplets. Or the other way around. Yes. Like, and it didn't even matter. We were just like, just really almost yelling at each other. But then, we, <laughs> but we have gotten better about like learning how to disagree with each other. Yeah. And just being like, here's what I think, and like not taking it personally a bit more, which I think helps in life just in general too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Learning like how to take some critique and critique is important yeah and you can not get better if you can't take critique yeah critique and learning trying to see where the other person's coming from the perspective yeah where are we not meeting here like something's Mm. not you know also also sometimes uh like willing to take a step back and like I don't understand what you're saying, so, like, right now, you just saying it again is not going to yes. make yeah. me understand, so, like, why don't we take a, uh, a little bit of a break, or even put a pin in it for today, and we'll come back to it next time? Yeah. That's, that saves songs, actually. We've done that, yeah. yeah. Where it's like, yeah, no, this is not productive anymore. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, even as, as far as it wasn't working, we're getting frustrated, we leave it alone, come back for a practice, like, the next week, and then suddenly it just, like, clicks in, like, five minutes, and it's like, oh, it's that. Yeah. Yeah, and we're, we're bickering over nothing. <laughs> yeah, it can be that way. Oh, that's so interesting. I love the fact that things like, you know, when you're young and you're like, oh, I'm going to be in a band. You know, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's always people that are like, that's dumb, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you're probably going to waste your time. You're going to waste your money, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you gain, you lose nothing and you gain mm-hmm. everything. Right, yeah. you're gonna gain friends. You're gonna gain skills. You're gonna gain all experience. these things, right? Experience, yeah. like there's no nothing else that can compare to, like you said, you're learning how to critique yourself. You're learning mm-hmm. how to work as a team. You're learning how to humility. You're learning all these things that life is willing to teach you if you just let it. Yes, well, and that's what yeah. we were saying. Be open. Yeah, and you'll play like we said with the we played with a guy who didn't play with anybody, and it was like, oh, you don't know this yet. <laughs> like, you haven't learned this, like. Yeah. And I don't want to be really... a teacher either. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like we're not really in the place to teach at the moment. We weren't, but ah, it's a, it's fun. And like, it's memories too. Yeah. And you get to like, even if you just record a crappy little EP with your friends, you know, twenty years from now, if you have a kid, you can be like, did you know I was in a band? Yeah. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> or talk about like our first show and how yeah. completely anxiety ridden we were. Yeah. And what is even a show? It was just an open mic night at some <laughs> cafe, and we were freaking tractor out. Tractor grease. Yeah. Oh, tractor grease. Tractor grease yeah. cafe. Yes. Yeah. Are they? They're not open anymore. No, he no. shut, shut down. down. For COVID. He's uh, like up north or something now. He travels around in a, yeah. in a bus now. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure really? that yeah. it's like done. Like, oh yeah, like the signs like he lost the stuff, property. Yeah, I think. yeah. it was a great spot. It was great. Yeah. yeah, it was a great vibe. And when we were done our open mic and we were leaving, <laughs> we were like crying. In the party like, yeah. <laughs> and a guy came up and was like, "You guys freaking rock!" Yeah. <laughs> that was like the biggest compliment we've ever gotten. <laughs> like the random guy. Yeah. How does 
does it feel for you guys like when you're on stage? Oh, it's like what's the feeling? There's nothing like it. It sounds so corny. It really <laughs> does, but like yeah, you you play in front of people. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. it's just this thing. Like man, yeah. you get everyone's attention and you yeah. get to take this thing that you created and like show it to other people and you see someone in the you know the pit being like you know head banging. <laughs> you're like I did that, man. Like yeah. I made that happen. Like that's a great feeling. And yeah. Nothing's quite like it. Yeah. In my opinion. I don't know about you guys, but I find that um, that I'm very much in the moment when I'm performing. Like it, it feels like it's like all happening right then, and mm. I'm very much like outside of that, a, like a reflective thinker and a like not so in present kind of person. Mm. Um, and and I really like that. But also, I feel like when when we've had our best sets, like that we've performed, it's always felt like we're just doing a practice, like we're just yeah. playing the songs. Mm. Yeah. And I I really find that. Um, I don't know if this is like a selfish thought, but like when we play, like I play for me, I play to hear what I want to hear. The, mm. the music that we make is what I'd like to hear. And I, mm. I like listening to it. We had a, a practice uh, just a couple days ago. And on the way home, I just took out my phone, the recording from the practice and listened to it on the way, on the mm. way back. And it was just like, ah, I love our music. It's good. <laughs> That's awesome. Amazing. You guys have a really good banter, like really good. All three of you. <laughs> Like, that's, you want to see that in any successful group, whatever it is. Like, yeah. Ah, well, that's, that's I feel like also, like I said, we're friends. You know? yeah. Like, when we hang out, we don't just play in an art suit. Next week, we shake hands, yeah. leave. Like, we, we like talking, and we like having talks about whatever's going on in the world and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, Andrew's got an air conditioner, but it doesn't do a very good job. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> sometimes it gets really hot, so we sit on the patio. Yeah, that's when the real It's like when we take a break. Uh, last week we were using uh, AI to generate some new images oh, and yeah. logos and stuff that we were thinking crazy. about for our band. It was pretty cool. Probably spent about Wait. forty-five minutes just doing the shit. So we spent about me. five minutes. <laughs> we spent about five minutes making logos and an hour and a half thinking of the most complete nonsensical images, like Kermit the Frog in a bathing suit on the sidewalk of Skid Row. Yeah, or like um, <laughs> Pikachu at a bar drinking like his wife just left him, and like the. AI thing will make it like it's crazy oh man it's that's scary because it's gonna get it's gonna get even more advanced year by year by year where it's like write me a song that is very similar to this song with these types of lyrics with the style of this bass player etc etc we were using um the snapchat ai thing you can use oh i just i hate that one it's (laughs) we were being like make me a pokemon (laughs) and it's like it makes a really good one (laughs) you're like that's really creative like scary yeah it is it is and amazing that we didn't even have to ask about that you just brought it up naturally because we always ask about ai in music and on a different note the snapchat one i have a lot of grievances with for a different (laughs) reason but that's because i think it's really bad for teenagers but like it's like it's always at the top of the thing it's like oh i'm you know 13 and lonely and i'm getting bullied at school and it's like i'm gonna talk to this person that seems like a person yeah. and then like oh now we're friends it's like oh, mm, yeah, I didn't think about okay that. Yeah. we were yeah. already getting too isolated before the advent of ai and the norm yeah. like we were already all isolating ourselves during covid and now we like even without covid we're gonna isolate ourselves and talk to a thing that doesn't even exist oh, exactly which now is they, pretty terrifying yeah they hook it up to it. like a cute girl now yeah they're like what well, hope the guys have now virtual like, we're, great girls, right? Yeah. It's, it's designed 
to be your friend. Yeah. It's not like a person where it's like, oh, you know, you make mistakes they don't and you, challenge you. you don't always say the right thing. It's yeah. it's always going to say the right thing yeah. to you, mm-hmm. which is really scary. Yeah. Really scary, Oof. I think. Oh, uh, I totally agree. The more deep we go online, the more that comes out in, like, reality. And people talk to each other like they're on the internet. Yeah. And, like, we're not super kind to each other on the internet. No. And it can get to be pretty, like... I don't. I don't want to hear like, especially teens. Like you're talking about with the Snapchat. Like, they the Snapchat. No, but like with the AI. <laughs> okay, boom. we're all dating. <laughs> but it's like it's too weird, and and it doesn't lend itself to like good socialization, and it makes things awkward for like like we're trying to do something that I think is pretty real. Like we're making music with each other, mm-hmm. but like we're also I would say pretty authentic people. Mm-hmm. And the way that internet culture is is not to be like your authentic true self, but to be this sort of like idealized version of what you think the internet oh, wants. That social media showmanship, yeah, right, yeah. where everyone creates a character online and they're kind of created their other identity. Yeah, your avatar of yourself. Yeah. I feel bad for teenagers especially because they don't have an identity yet and then they just feel like they have to be like that person. Yeah, yeah. technology will How is creating their life for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Miss out on that opportunity to like be like self like focused and like what who am I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well I don't remember did you say how old you guys are? We're about the same age as you guys. Okay, so yeah, 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 we were all kind of on that edge of like technology becoming a cool thing. Yeah. And now being what it is now, we kind yeah. of all watched that thing happen. It was like fun and bright. It's like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, and then Facebook. you're like, then you join <laughs> yeah. the real world. It's like, all right, you forget about that yeah. stuff. But the kids that are kids now, mm-hmm. I, like they've, they will struggle with things that we don't even comprehend. Yeah. Like li- being in it day to day all the time, constantly attached to technology. Taking no breaks. No yeah. breaks. Nothing. Your brain needs day. a break to like just look outside of a window for a couple Absolutely. hours and let your grass. brain yeah, yeah. Exact, touch yeah. touch <laughs> kick dirt. Go eat dirt. Look for us. Yeah, like I get a headache when I look at my phone for too long. I'm like, this is stupid. Mm. Like it's not supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. And you kind of go on autopilot where you get to a point where you're like, why am I sitting here on my phone? Like I was gonna do this, right? Yep. Like there's yeah. other. Like, it just goes on autopilot. And you don't even realize it at the time. So and but we think that we're gathering like knowledge and wisdom from it, absorbing information. But all that wealth of information isn't really knowledge if you can't even retain anything, right? Mm-hmm. So information without context is just like uh, what do you call them? Factoids. Like they're it's just kind of like trivia or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like it's the context that matters it's the it's the doing something with your knowledge that ends up like building you know your connections and your neurons and whatnot it's like foundations yeah. too building foundations in your in your brain it just it's it relatable too right yeah. or even like with like um not to go into politics that's yeah. a dangerous slope but like <laughs> echo chambers like people kind of yeah. get into echo chambers yeah. and you need to talk to people who kind of disagree with you sometimes you think a little bit because then you got to challenge your own thought and be like why do I think that? Or is this actually true? Or like, yeah. but then you get stuck in these little bubbles, and it's like, man. Then you meet somebody, and you're like, dude, you need to talk to some more people, dude. Yeah. Like, and to go off wow. of that, then again, not to get too crazy onto it, but they, yeah. in, in terms of identity, to go back to that, yeah. people attach themselves in yeah. these echo chambers, mm-hmm. and it comes into a real issue where it's a personal attack if you disagree, and it's pretty scary. Yeah. And it's only gotten worse too. Like I, I remember. 
like, do you guys remember the early days of Facebook? You would like log in, be scrolling through, and you would see a post that had like over a hundred comments, and you're like, mm-hmm. what, what happened? happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta yeah. find that. And, and then you click in, and you're like, oh, discourse happened. Yeah. yeah. But now it's like you don't see discourse on no. the internet anymore yeah. because people can just block people that they disagree with. Yeah. yeah. Or they get and, banned or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, conversations don't happen on the internet like they used to. <laughs> well, Facebook isn't as prominent with the younger generation. Like yeah. it's, it, was, it was, I don't know anymore, Only but one it was... This is Facebook. Is that right? Interesting. Wow. Wow. Twitter... Because yeah. their parents. Like, their parents uh, made them a Facebook account. That they what could, grade do you teach? I teach uh, grade 10. Great oh, um, oh yeah. like interesting. 15 or maybe 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one kid in your whole class has Facebook. Yes. That's baffling to oh, me. Oh, but do you yeah. want to know another fun fact? Is I do. That we, um, so, like, I'm very into data, and I like collecting data and, like, analyzing it. And as a class, if we can do some kind of data collection and then some, like, statistical analysis in, in math, like, I think that's really cool. So we were talking about uh, screen time. And... An average teen's screen time is eight hours, kind of like on average. But mm. I've seen teens with 10, 12 hours. Um, I had one one teen had sixteen hours on their phone because and their phone their phone was dead and it was like a morning block. I'm like, how's your phone dead? Did you not charge it last night? And it's like. No, I, I charged it, but I've used the battery already, and now oh. I'm charging it again so I can Amazing. use it some more. And it's like, whoa, that's like that's a huge red flag. Do your parents, like I asked them, do your parents know, like, what do you look at? Or, like, mm-hmm. do they monitor your phone use? And their parents have no clue. Yeah. They're like, I bought the phone for them. They go in their room. They're playing video games or whatever, looking on their, on their phone. Actually, on the very first day of last year's, uh, like, the school year, uh, a girl um, was showing me something on her phone and she was just about to search something and Pornhub came up and then, she's like, oh, and then she got, got, got rid of it to, to search something and I'm like that was just left on your phone like you just like you used it recently and we're looking at that and it's like what is going on oh, it's, it's bad it's bad I think it's very bad <laughs> especially at yeah. that age and with the content on that yeah the current pornographic content now gives people like especially kids a total un- totally unrealistic expectation in regards to that that's where they're getting their sexual education and that's mm-hmm. a whole other topic <laughs> I guess it is yeah yeah it's an important one but we can talk about music too <laughs> <laughs> so we make music for pornographic yeah, we make music oh. jazz. <laughs> <laughs> who do you does that though Someone does too. Like okay, <laughs> but, you know, let, let's say you know you guys are a band, right? Yeah. And but so you make music, and then do they contact you and be like, "Hey, we want to use your music for our movie that we're making," <laughs> and they just don't tell you what kind of movie it is, or yeah. or do they have specific people, musicians, dedicated to making movies for? Do you think they just use like the same eight stock music tracks over and over and no one's ever noticed? I was, was going to say, that's exactly where it comes from. Yeah, I guess yeah. there's not that much hard band. band yeah. and you're like, I've yeah. heard that before. You just use yeah. Darude yeah. Sandstorm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect tempo. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I guess that makes more sense. They're always trying to cut corners, so... Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a whole market, creatively, is just making stuff until someone needs it, rather than the, mm, the thing being asked for. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. a massive amount of content. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. our... Every merch design we've ever done, except for our one T-shirt that's just our logo, mm-hmm. yeah. every T-shirt has been bought 
as licensed art. Like the art was already made, oh. right? And we just bought the rights to the art and yeah. slapped our logo on it. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. And then our second album as well uh, is the same thing. The album art already existed. Mm-hmm. We bought it and then put yeah, it on an album. Did. We put our EP out. We found that little squid picture. Yeah. It was like, eh. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Yeah. From the 1800s, from uh, what was I, I did a whole, yeah. I went down a really like <laughs> dark, not dark, deep rabbit hole <laughs> about this guy who was obsessed with octopuses and aquatic like um, animals or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had a lot of illustrations, so that's where that came from. Mm-hmm. And it's fair use. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Really? Library just released a whole bunch of those old images that are from like the 1600s, 1700s up to maybe the 1800s too. But they've got like those kinds of yeah. Um, it's sort of like a like a hand drawn style. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. We're actually like continuing on with that AI discussion. When we were generating some logos, we found a couple that were like super clean, and and I would like have a shirt with that on there. Mm-hmm. And and we found that you can't copyright something created by AI. Because yeah. it's not created by a human, but then the, does that mean can we sell that, or does we, it? We couldn't copyright it either. Yeah, but like so if we like, put it on T-shirts and sold it, like I think we're fine. Yeah, yeah. you're selling a physical T-shirt just with unlicensed art on it. But then yeah. if somebody, else, how do you? How, do, how can you tell if somebody? We're not yeah. big enough for someone to like hop <laughs> in on that. But, but if we were really big, people would be like, I can make that shirt and sell it too, and they can't stop me. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. Well, how can you tell if an AI made it is the yeah. question, right? There's weird like, little ticks, though. You can see some. Like, yeah. there'll be, like, yeah. um, a hand, and you look They can never get the hands right. Yeah, the hands are always on. Yeah, they'll be like this. They can never get the hands right. I've noticed that. But they're going to fix that eventually. Uh, People think, yeah. with extra digits are like, representation! <laughs> 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 or you read the, um, the text. It'll try to generate text, and it's it, it like, can't do it. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to read it, and it's like there's no like logic to this. Do you know what it looks like? Is like yeah. someone who doesn't know how to read English, yes. and that's what English. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. Russian looks like to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> trying to do that. Like. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. I, this whole AI. Th- I don't. A lot of people just don't understand what it is still, mm-hmm. but they're using it, and they're like, "This is fine." Yeah. But it also has so many great purposes. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's just it's interesting. The whole legality of it, no one's done it. Yeah, yeah. What do you, for work. What do you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know other well. teachers that do too. Yeah. They're like, look, I have to type up a note to the parents, a big email to tell, to remind them to tell their kids to bring water bottles because <laughs> it's hot out. And it's like, well, I'm gonna sit here for half hour to an hour typing this up making it sound official or I can put it in chat GPT for five minutes mm-hmm. edit the couple little things and then email it out yeah, yeah very much. what's the harm I knew a guy online who was a vet and he would get it to write like medication instructions and then he would just Whoa. glance over it and be like yeah that's wow. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> move one zero here one zero yeah, yeah it's, like, fine. it's fine your pet will uh, live probably <laughs> there's this AI called Goblin Tools I think it's yeah. Goblin Tools AI and um, <laughs> as a person with, with ADHD it's like so hard for me to break down tasks um, into like something manageable so if I say um Let's say I've got to clean my kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just type into Goblin Tools, you know, clean my kitchen. And then it'll be like, here are the things that are like in your, um, in like in kitchen. a regular kitchen. Yeah. And you can delete things that aren't relevant or, or add more things to it as well. But for every task that it creates, you can click a little magic button and it creates subtasks <laughs> for that. Oh, thing. Yeah. That's cool. That's and so cool. It's super useful because then you can like, you can just put a list up and it's like, I have step one you know uh 
clean the dishes in the sink and at first it's like well there's a lot of dishes what do I do it's like start with the pans and then so it's like okay so I start with the pans to get them out of the way and then it's like oh okay now put the other dishes in the dishwasher or whatever and Amazing. Makes, it, makes it manageable yeah like that's wow. super for me it's like a big 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 help there's positives to AI for sure Absolutely. Like, there's a new Beatles song coming out that's using AI to clean I heard up about an that. old cassette yeah. tape yeah. from John Lennon really? yeah. it's like doing it so yeah. it's not like recreating John's voice they had a tape from like 1980 mm-hmm. that was really like messed up and worn out so they used AI to restore it yeah so that's a good way of using AI yeah, to restore things like those like those photo editing uh, programs where you can actually like if you have an old tattered photo from your like from like the 50s mm-hmm. it'll use AI to fill in everything and restore it back to where it once was that's so interesting. that's yeah. a, that's a good way to use AI mm-hmm. So there is positives, but I think more the more we go down the line, we're gonna see a lot more negatives Let's come out. Start really teaching yeah. kids like don't believe everything. Yeah, because you can see stuff now. There's these pictures; they're funny, but it's scary because it'll be like I saw one of like Donald Trump and there's this kid on a skateboard, and it was like young Tony Hawk, and the <laughs> caption is like Donald Trump teaches Tony Hawk how to skateboard like 1998. It looks honestly like yeah. a photo. Yeah, like, yeah, those... and like that's a dumb one but like the potential of that is like exactly holy crap it's pandora's box yeah same way with the internet the internet was pandora's box and ai is another one you ever read Dune or anything like that? Oh, I watched both movies. In Dune, uh, basically, it's super far in the future, but the they, they they like no tech because they have like an AI problem. Right. And they basically were like, no more computers. We're done with computers totally. So mm-hmm. there's like no computers in the universe because like they got too weird. They, <laughs> like, they went too far. Yeah, and they, then they started to become sentient. They were like, no, 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 no. I think there's like a war. Only we like can be sentient. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, that's a whole other thing. Do yeah. they get rights? Like, when do they get... That's They're already talking about that stuff. Yeah. But that's interesting that you mentioned that because at least they had the forethought to stop while they were ahead. Yeah. Like, look, this is like... It's t- it's going to become something that we can't control anymore. Yeah. So we got to just shut it down. That's why I don't have a computer. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's impressive. He has a typewriter. Yeah. Uh-huh. I do my accounting job with my abacus. And I <laughs> <laughs> that's where the song name. That's where I came from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I just... I, I don't have enough faith in the human race at the moment to be like, we're gonna, we'll see it coming. We're gonna stop mm. while we're ahead. Like, yeah. we're not gonna abuse this technology and let it take over and enslave us. No, of course not. No, and <laughs> we'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, we made your voice into an AI. Oh yeah, oh, I so fun. yeah, it was it was quite terrifying because I sent it to my mom and she's like, oh wow, like that's a poem, right? And I was like, no, that's a computer saying the poem. Yeah. And she was like, what? I didn't say any of those words. Yeah, I just spoke into it for about a couple minutes, like right. just saying, I think I, I brought up a Wikipedia page mm-hmm. and just said the, the the main like synopsis of it. Yeah. And then I put it through the um, the voice AI system and like, mm-hmm. oh my we God. We made him speak Japanese. We made oh him yeah, uh, uwu and everything like that. <laughs> Like, you just type it up phonetically, and it just like makes you. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. 
my um, my credit card uses my voice as like uh, like if I call in for my credit card, mm-hmm. it uses my voice as a way to really? confirm that it's me. Uh-oh. And I'm like, that's not safe. That's no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. It's in fact very easy to. We're make gonna that. go. We're gonna go back to like. There's gonna be some loop. You're gonna have to, you know, absolutely go back into like snail mail or something. Yeah, like honestly, like by the time we're done this podcast episode, yeah. there will be enough. <laughs> yeah. Content well, yeah. that they oh, can recreate yeah, all of our voices. Our, yeah. Voices. Well, all these things like <laughs> Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, yeah. like anyone President Trump, yeah. anyone with like a lot Tons of clips, of words. they yeah. create a complete, like nearly perfect voice AI. Yeah. yeah. You can make them say whatever you want. Yeah. Very interesting. Sometimes he just says what you want. It's <laughs> 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 like, I'll use that. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like in dubstep when they have like before the drop they've got some like funny thing that like someone says and I'm sure there's lots of Donald Trump. Oh my it's like, god! Wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. up. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Before I forget, I gotta ask. I love the rings. Like, oh, yeah. is there a story behind those? I just liked rings. I was just starting to get more into fashion. Like, well, not fashion per se, but ask Dan and Michael when they first met me. All I wore was black, and that black was t-shirt. it. Just black shirt, black jeans, and I called mean, it. It's the best color. <laughs> it, it is the best color. Not in the summer, unfortunately. But no. uh, everyone calls it the Infinity Stones. <laughs> Obviously, the people listening in can't see them, but they look like the Infinity Stones. But I've never watched a Marvel film with it. Like, I've never. Whoa. Yeah. Mm. You've never seen a Marvel. So, so everyone, everyone Just was kept the, yeah, saying. Generated Thanos. Because <laughs> <laughs> people were saying Infinity Stones, and I was like Infinity Stones, and I looked up Infin, I looked them up, and I was like, oh, Avengers. The only ones I've watched was the original Spider-Man with um, Tobey uh, Maguire, Maguire yeah, which yeah. I love those films. Solid trilogy. Yeah. Um, Willem Dafoe is in it. Like yeah. they two movies, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which one do you not like? <laughs> Oh, I wonder. <laughs> the third well, I like. The, I feel like the third one was like our generation's like bad good movie now though. Like mm-hmm. Peter, like Peter and, doing the dance. Yeah, thing, yeah. It's come back around. I'm gonna yeah. throw some dirt in your eye. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It has its moments. I'll be honest, but there's just no coming oh, back from that. I remember thinking it was really cool, and then looking oh. back and being like, oh boy. <laughs> when I was a kid, and that yeah. movie came out, I'm like, this is awesome. Very three angsty. villains in yeah. one movie. Yeah. This is great. And like evil Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. was always my favorite. I felt like I don't know. That's still my favorite. That's a, such yeah. a good yeah. like. Who's the the gentleman who plays Doc Ock? Alfred Molina. Yeah, he's uh, great. He's yeah. a he's a good fantastic actor. actor. Yeah. yeah. Zach and I go back and forth on this. I think the first one's the best, and he likes the second one the best. The first one has Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah. I got you for three. So, so he whole he says that he's you know I got you for three minutes, and he puts it up his pinky, yeah. his ring finger, and his middle finger, and he goes like this. this. Yeah. And it's it was always like very strange to me. Like he didn't go like this or this. He didn't change. Maybe he can't bend those fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge so fan of Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Like, huge. I fan. think everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> we used to quote him a lot. We were writing a song Cream called of Cream of the Crop. <laughs> yeah, the Cream. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you finish it? Because uh, no, that should be in the, on the internet. It yeah, it was not. like, soared with the eagles and slithered with yeah. the snakes. You know? 
Oh. Does it hit you with that thing? <laughs> the park used every emotion available. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a gr- there's a great interview with um, uh, Randy where there's this interviewer that says, "Does Macho Man ever cry?" And he says, "It's, it's okay for Macho Man to show every emotion available, right there." You know, like you know, <laughs> I, I soared with the eagles and I slithered with the snakes and been everywhere in between. And, I've, you know, I've cried a thousand times and I'll cry a thousand more. <laughs> It's like weirdly inspiring. Yeah. Like, you know what? He's uh, he's a good guy. I love that. One of my heroes. Mm-hmm. Not even into wrestling. I just like mm-hmm. him. No, it's same. Like yeah. I I never watched wrestling, but like some of those wrestlers are just like, I support this. Like yeah. you're an inspiration, even though I don't even know what you do. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was hearing someone talk about wrestling not that long ago, and how like because oh it's Rick Rubin. Do you know who Rick Rubin is? The producer. Yeah. He's talking about he loves wrestling, and he's talking about he's like we all know it's fake. But like it's you get in, you show. get into the story, yeah. and there's like an Absolutely. ongoing lore of it. So they'll be like, you never know. He was saying what's real, what's not. So someone will break a leg, and that becomes like part of the whole ongoing story. And you're like, did they even break their leg? Like they they pull so much bullshit that you don't know yeah. what's actually going on. And like the, the bad guy comes out to fight, and the whole stadium's like, boo, because he's the bad guy. And the you know the hero comes out, and everyone's like. Like it's like you know it's dumb, but you get into it. And well, because like, I was confused sh- when I was younger because it was like that's just fake, was, and it's yeah. like oh, well, yeah. it's about the story, it's about the event, it's about you know like guys bringing in chairs, like oh no, he's got him, yeah. like you know like there's a whole it's an event, and that's a wonderful thing, and if you can I, put in some wisdom in there, it's good too. I think someone said it, it's soap operas for men. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's soap operas for men. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, yeah, like, it is. Kind of is. I mean, it's honestly wrestlers are the are the best of both worlds because you can be an actor and you can be good mm-hmm. at acting, but then also you also have to be incredi- in incredibly good shape yes. and willing to take a beating. So they, it's like yeah. you are good at so many things. Yeah, even if it's like quote unquote fake, they'll still get like smashed across the head with a chair. And oh, like, that's the still hurts. Is real. Right. Yeah. The blood is real. The yeah. broken bones are real. Yeah, like it's. Ah, it's commitment is what it we is. We should do a show. We should do a wrestling right. show. Should we do a wrestling show? And then we make the music. And then we there like, we go. I'll wrestle Michael. I would wear uh, Nacho Libre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the body for that. Love it. Love I want to have like a, like a Batman cape with the wings. And I like, Damn and I, when I jump off the like the ropes, I like <laughs> spread my wing. And I go, ah! <laughs> Echolocation. Yeah, I, I, my eyes are closed the whole time. <laughs> You're just screaming at people. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even in the ring. I'm like in the bathroom. And that's <laughs> I'd watch your wrestling show for I sure. Do it for you already yeah. sold me on it. We should it, make Dan. a music video. Please do. Oh, yeah. God. The Abacus music videos. We want to hear first any way we can. <laughs> Let's make this happen. Crowdfund it. <sighs> Yeah. Even like the, there's like local Abbotsford wrestlers too, and they're dope. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been to a wrestling show before. Me neither, but we should go. We should go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, I don't know, there's come some coming up this year. So there's definitely opportunity for it. I think I'd be disappointed though, because I'd be expecting, you know, Macho Ooh, Man, Randy yeah. Savage energy. Yeah. And it's not that was that the level. '80s. Yeah, that yeah. was the '80s where cocaine was everywhere. So yeah. like, I don't know if <laughs> so it's as much. rampant as it so is. So much cocaine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan too. Like yeah. they were loaded on drugs. Oh yeah. You watch the videos. Their pupils are like the. 
we big want. or small, whatever they get. What'd yeah. you say? <laughs> I've got a good cocaine story. Well, I don't know if it's a good story, but... Uh, <laughs> God, I was, I <laughs> was at this party. It was the first party I'd ever been to. It was, like, just out of high school. Mm-hmm. And I was probably, like... 19 mm-hmm. and and I went in at, like we were just kind of hanging out and it was like a New Year's party and we did like sparklers and all like those things and um, and you know like we had beers and stuff but like nobody was like really crazy mm-hmm. and then this really big like tough dude who's just like sweaty comes in the house <laughs> and and he's like really kind of like gives me that disturbing vibe and I'm like I don't know who that guy is but I'm pretty sure I gotta be afraid of him <laughs> so so go downstairs um, and the person who lives at the house he's showing me like his lego collection nice and i'm like this is super cool yeah and then and then like so like we come out of his bedroom and it's like his bedroom's attached to the basement and we're we're sitting on the couch just talking about stuff and drinking some beers and this big tough guy comes down the stairs and he like just like like slides the stuff off the table (laughs) and it's like we're doing cocaine now and i've never seen drugs before and he just did cocaine right in front of me it was pretty nuts Ah, uh, honestly, I would have respected it more if he had done the cocaine off the Lego. Yeah, <laughs> off the Death Star. Ah, <laughs> oh, ruining your childhood and getting high at the same time. <laughs> I don't feel like cocaine is like uh, that popular anymore. I think it was. I, um, I mean, I've right it's. So. I was gonna say. Each to their own, and everyone's got their own drug, I guess. <laughs> Depends but. on what scene you're on, like yeah. the scene you're involved with. Yeah. Like, I know uh, acid can be huge in a lot of circles, and coke can be like depending if you're like in the clubbing scene or the concert going scene. Like, I don't know where we belong. I think that's kind of our cool thing is that we don't know if we belong anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool that we don't belong anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So metal, I love it. So you guys have played live though. You guys have played yeah, like yeah. A, a few shows or yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say yeah. probably like seven, ten. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, the fact that you forgot how many shows is great. Good. That's yeah, a good rock like you know your yeah. rock stars yeah. now. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. What kind of bands do you guys end up playing with? Because I, I thought the same thing when I was listening to your guys' music. I was, <laughs> it's like hard to place. So like, yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's tough because we're not like super edgy punk screamo. Like, we don't really fit in the metal scene that much, but also I feel like we're not as, like, you know, so yeah, or but we're not even, or like boomer rock, like, we're not gonna go play, like, um, at the casino, maybe, or stuff, you know, yeah. like, because I don't mm-hmm. know people, maybe, but I don't know. Yeah, you're not it's playing the classics, so it's like, eh, yeah, we're not gonna play Stairway to Heaven. Or we Cooper never played a cover live, I don't think, no. ever. We've only done original it's, material. Yeah. That's great. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. We did try to like do a cover of Beatles song. We did uh, come to come together, yeah. But then it didn't end up panning out. All right, I thought it was good. Just, but it, I, just, it was good. It just didn't feel like us, mm, you know. Mm. But maybe that's just from my perspective. I'm yeah, just a drummer, I like, so I like covers where they take the thing and they kind of make it their own, mm-hmm. change like the tempo or the style or something. I think there's sometimes it's just like someone covers a song and you're like, I could have just listened, listened to the yeah. original. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I sometimes prefer to listen to the original. Yeah. yeah. I think um, at our shows there's a lot of punk rock, so um, uh, oftentimes mm. the opening sets are kind of like noisy kind of just like loud in your face kind of punk mm-hmm. and, and I, there's I love this band Rugaru which um, we have played a lot of shows with mm-hmm. and and they have this sort of like 
indie but like heavy and like really loud like they're they're very very loud but but like lots of guitar solos yeah. and, and like, you know when you see them live they they're all kind of doing their own thing and there's a lot happening mm-hmm. you can kind of mm-hmm. just visually very and, interesting to watch yeah. i find them to be quite entertaining yeah i love that too when when it's not just i mean if you're there for the music, you're there for the music, but also it, it's a spectacle, you know? Yeah. Like moving and flashing, you know? Mm-hmm. You still have to put on a show. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you are a performer, you're performing yeah. like uh, like an act, right? Yeah. And they do a really good job. Like, they, they are labeled themselves as queer core. So they always mm-hmm. wear this really them. crazy, like, that's yeah. them, yeah. right? And I really they appreciate the it. attitude from them. It's, I like that. It's yeah. really cool. It's always a good show when they're on. Because they're always like, they'll be five minutes of these crazy sounds and the, and the lead singer who will just scream all these lyrics about all these rights and everything and then right on a dime they'll all get back in together it's like I don't completely understand all of it but like I really appreciate the attitude <laughs> yeah yeah and amazing but I like that like that's why I like punk music like I'm not super huge but like as a kid I liked like Good Charlotte and Green Day and all that and like I like that it's um, in theory, like legit, you know, like yeah, it's okay. them, That's and them, they're just being yeah. them, and they're just this, you go to these shows like bands we've played with, and I love it because it's like, man, they're not trying to like <laughs> be anything that they're yeah, not. They're, they're just them. playing what they want to play, and like. Yeah fuck you if you don't like it kind of thing I commend them for that yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's we, we kind of played a lot of punk shows yeah and, uh, in underground venues in Vancouver because I feel like that's also like it's a good space to like just do what you want to do you know what I mean like I don't know it's hard to I don't know like if you networking for your band or who does the finding shows and stuff but like you gotta like talk to people and find yeah. a place that actually will let you play and especially mm-hmm. these days after COVID yeah. it's getting better but like it's hard know. work yeah we yeah. before COVID we we were playing shows pretty often probably once a month mm-hmm. and Whoa, since really? COVID we have played one show yeah <laughs> so you, yeah it was a great show yeah <laughs> fantastic well and also like you gotta just like sometimes like shows come and sometimes they dry up and you just gotta yeah, be looking like, we played in November yeah. <laughs> now oh. we're playing in August it just kind of happens you're like, we have oh, like shit. four shows in like four weeks like, it's oh, like yeah. a lot yeah um, yeah it just it's like kind of like uh, what do you call it feast or famine yeah a little yeah. bit sometimes um, well, maybe we gotta be out on the scene more too I always yeah. think that you gotta be the part of the scene that you wanna see you know what I mean if you won't go to shows why would you expect other people yeah, true. to go to your Good show point. so interesting but then life happens yeah that's always how it is right like we were our plan was to podcast all summer and we've like done like three episodes (laughs) this summer like it's yeah yeah, like you said it's feast or famine it's people are so busy and life happens and there's other events and other things that go on and you can't just always do the things that are fun Mm -hmm. that said you guys are playing this weekend right Yes. Yeah, 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 on the 19th? Yep. Yeah. Where is that? It's in like a church basement here in Abbey. Mm. Oh, I, the, the whatchamacallit. Which one? I don't, I don't one, know. Yeah, that's what it's called. George Ferguson. It's not it's called on. the whatchamacallit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I, yeah, I've been yeah. to that venue. It's great. Yeah, we're doing one there, and then we're doing another one with that band Rougarou um, on the 30th. And we're playing at Screegfest in Chilliwack mm. on the 25th. So, yeah, we got 
We might have yeah. one more show. It's kind of like a little bit up in the air right now on on the first of September, but um, but if that happens, that'd be yeah cool. And like the thing with shows is like it's just fun to play, like we were saying. Yeah. You know, yeah. like obviously, I think as a musician, you'd love it if you played stadiums every day and stuff, and like oh, what everybody knew our stuff. But like, I have this attitude of like if I play a show and there's ten people there. You know what? Like, I got on stage and played in front of ten people. Yeah, yeah. That's who, who else has done right? that? You know, yeah. Yeah. how many people actually do that? I, so many people I know have said like, I can never do that. Or like, I don't know, that's so cool. And I'm like, I, you just do it. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. You just do it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the one this weekend. I think you guys are doing it with kids don't float, right? Yeah, kids don't yeah, float. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. We talked about them on the show. Yeah. We we had uh, the yeah. drummer on a while ago. Oh, yeah, cool. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. I listened to a bit of that. Yeah. He was awesome because he we sat him down. We didn't know a thing about him, <laughs> and then he just had crazy stories the whole time. <laughs> it was wonderful. Turns out he has he has uh, like synesthesia. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, great guy. Um, we should go to that show. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Okay, before I forget, yes. where did the name come from? Morse code literature, what does that even mean? I think we were just talking with band names. We had, we had a couple. We were sorry dad kind of at one point. <laughs> <laughs> sorry dad. Very yeah. to this. This is before yeah. and we would always We'd always say like, well, I'd always say, you know, the, people would see our name and be like, oh, is it like a bunch of dads who are sorry or like dad I'm sorry and then they'd see us play and be like it's the second one <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I don't know like you need a name and I think we were just throwing shit out because the thing with band names is none of them make any sense yeah. when yeah. you really actually look at like what does like what does Weezer oh, mean yeah what does, Weezer, what does Green Pink Day Floyd mean, mean? What, is, <laughs> what are the Beatles like, why Floyd was flushed <laughs> so like and I think we were, I really at the time was just thinking about like there's all these like band names that have like three words like mm. there's like car seat headdress or like neutral milk hotel <laughs> and I was like we should just have a dumb three word name and yeah. then someone said Morse code literature and it just kind of uh, it just kind of we talked about like the pretentiousness of yeah. it. like imagine <laughs> reading a book and it's just a bunch of periods and dashes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah which I like that so too long. I love that yeah yeah Part of a good band name, too, is, like, the way that it flows when you say it out loud. Yeah. And I think the three-word thing works pretty well that and way. Like, like hey. that it can be, like, MCL, too. Yeah, that's a good yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. we. Yeah. I just saw, I was at uh, the last weekend of uh, Jam and Jubilee. Yeah. In Abbotsford, and we saw Postmodern Connection there. Yeah. Which is another, oh, you know, good three. Oh, good three-letter name. Three names. Yeah, it works. Good, And I keep MCL. thinking your guys' name is Postmodern Connection. <laughs> I have to, like, reprogram my brain. Which, which act was that? I was they were the headliner. Yeah, they were like the really funky uh, four-piece band right at the end. Oh, yeah. They were really good. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention it as an influence, but also funk is a big influence for, uh, uh, for yeah, our yeah. band. And like a lot of the times that we've, we've got some songs that are like, I don't know, there's like a section of a song and we're like, what should we add next? It's cool to have like a little funky kind of like just groove jam kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, we, uh, we write a lot of music by, by just jamming all of our songs. Yeah. Yeah. There is one song that we just made on the spot like in one mm-hmm. go really? yeah that, that has yeah. definitely happened like uh like actually i would say a couple of times where it's like that's a cool riff oh that's kind of cool hey what if we use that as an a part yeah and, like what could be the b part and then we're just like well it kind of sounds like it could fit here and then i mean we've had a couple where it's like 
the riff has existed and we've kind of massaged it for a while. Mm -hmm. But but a lot of the times when we when we play, it's like spontaneous uh, composition. Yeah, (laughs) and like I find we've tried before of us being someone will come in and be like, "Here's a song I wrote, guys. Let's play it." And it's not there. Like it just I don't know. It's not that it's not good, but I feel like we shine when all of us gets to like do our thing or and bring our own like thing. Bring wavelength, yeah, kind of and thing. to bring a song where it's like, well, this is the part, and you kind of need to fit my part, and it's like, oh. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. We could probably write more if we did it that way, but like, it's fun to jam, and then I record every practice on my phone. Mm-hmm. So oh, sometimes. smart. Yeah, because you never know what you're gonna get. And then what did I do before? Yeah, oh, it was this. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like lightning in a bottle, you just lose it. Especially mm-hmm. if it's like, what did we do last week? It's like it's gone. We've so, definitely had a lot of songs that we've written where it's like, let's just start our practice with the jam mm-hmm. and just see where it goes. And it's like, uh, key is F sharp minor, and then we just like play on that mm-hmm. and like noodle around for a bit, and then we'll hear something. And it's like, just keep doing that. Just like loop it, and then it just like becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, last week, um, like Cindy came with us to our our practice, and she was listening to us play something, and we just came up with something on the spot, and she was like blown away. <laughs> we we had this um, like this rhythm that Andrew was doing on the drums, and then we just kind of like locked into it, mm-hmm. and we had this kind of like guitar and bass shot thing, and then we'd like have a little kind of call and response thing, and mm-hmm. it was like almost a song in like five minutes yeah and those stuff. are my favorite moments because <laughs> I, I think with, with with all of all three of us like we've been playing for like three four years now i want to say has it been that long already it was right before covid because we were supposed to play our first show may 20th of may 2020 hmm. uh, and then covid happened and then we didn't play for like a year and a half almost because yeah. covid <laughs> So we did still rehearse. It's like a relationship to... where you broke up. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, 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 years try it again. Like... But like, we'll, like I know where Michael's gonna go, and Michael knows where I'm gonna mm. go, and Dan knows where I'm gonna go. Like, yeah, we me and Dan is a rhythm like duo, and then Michael comes in with some just absolutely insane melody to, melodies on his guitar. It's really cool to get to that point where we like we're communicating even though we're not even yeah. speaking it's like yeah. you're having a conversation yeah like yeah. I'll do a little kind of cool groove on the drums with a little fill here and Mike will be like oh I can use this and he yeah. does that and then Dan just mm. comes in does a vocal melody and I'm like holy shit this is fucking or amazing like, my favorite thing is we'll be kind of like just jamming and then we'll get to like a certain part of like the whole structure or something and he'll do something on the drums and then I'll be like that was cool and then we loop back around the next time it comes around I'll remember that and I'll do the same thing and we both kind of look up and like yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never discussed it but it's like that's a thing now yeah. like, that's I felt that. Yeah. I was there. And, like, yeah, it's just crazy to play with them. Cause that, and, like, when we're jamming, and then, like, it's like we've had enough of that thing, and mm-hmm. then there's got to be another thing. <laughs> Sometimes, uh, it doesn't always happen perfectly, but oftentimes it's, like, we fall into another section of a song, like, we've already written it. Like, it's just, like, it must have already existed, and we just, mm. like, I guess that's what we're doing next. Mm. And somehow yeah. it happens, and it's not like we communicated what comes up next, but just, like, a shift in a beat or something and then it like maybe pull out like take off the reverb or something dry it up a little bit and then mm-hmm. it's like we're in a totally new space now I love that actually um, Pink Floyd is a, a big influence for me especially Dark Side of the Moon 
there are several songs on that on that whole album where it's like we've had guitar solo for like three minutes already <laughs> and and the song's gonna have more guitar solo but they just change the effects on the guitar like they, they take the reverb out and then it sounds like you've gone from this big expansive space into this like little room mm. and I think that that is uh, that's a really cool thing when that happens mm. I will say for the record like Pink Floyd is a huge influence on me and Nick Mason of Pink Floyd is probably my primary influence for drumming if you listen to his drum bits they're very melodic and I, I copy a lot of his fills but I mm. turn them into my own that's funny because I was saying earlier none of us there's no bands that we all listen to because I never listen to Pink Floyd <laughs> I listened to Dark Side for the first time like a few months ago oh wow, oh, wow. <laughs> like, I just but that's why we I think we work too sometimes because well, we yes, all yeah yeah Different. I think there's some bands, not to throw shade, because like music, music, but like sometimes you see a band and it's like, oh, you're just trying to be Nirvana, or you're mm-hmm. just trying to be Green Day, and like you're not really like offering anything mm-hmm. new you're to just the table. Trying to basically copy exactly what they did, and like yeah. if you're enjoying it, I mean, like I said, I don't want to throw shade because like yeah. you're playing music, but like. Not to point fingers, cough, cough, Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> yeah, we were talking, we were about, talking about, that. about that in the car, and it's yeah. like they're talented. They're yeah. really talented guys, but. They said, I, "Oh, I never listened to Led Zeppelin." I hate and that so like, much. It's <laughs> yeah, so right. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, a lot like Led Zeppelin. Oh my god. They are basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put Greta Van Fleet and Led Zeppelin in the same playlist, and you'll think you're just listening yeah, to Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. interesting. Sneak one yeah. in that album. You'll the guy's a very talented vocalist, but yeah. and they yeah. still make, and that's still what make I, music. They're a newer band. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like They've been around less than ten years. And that's what I mean. Or it's like I don't want shit on them because they're obviously doing something well yeah. but it's like are you, are you f- sort of. fulfilled yeah it's like they yeah. found it it's like when um nature like a predator goes extinct the niche gets filled with like the, <laughs> the new organism <laughs> there must always be a zeppelin interesting um but yeah I don't know I like, I like that we're all different yeah yeah it makes yeah. for a, a, a unique you know, yeah. sound. Like, yeah. If you were all the yeah. same, you'd all sound the same. Yeah, yeah. you would work good in unison. But <laughs> <laughs> well, there have been times where I'll just play like a chord progression on the bass or something, and you guys will start playing along, and then it's like, oh, like what? What was it? That was so cool. And I'd be like, oh, that was Creep by Radiohead. <laughs> 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 but they didn't know, so they just were able to like build on that and like. That's what I mean. We can all build like a sort of this like naive or innocent understanding of music. Like I don't know what like is expected. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw yeah. in whatever my brain comes up exactly. with. Exactly. And like now it's a new thing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Music is such a beautiful thing. It is, man. Oh, it's the language everybody knows, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that we are in 2023, mm-hmm. and you are just three random guys that got together and started a band, mm-hmm. and you can still make authentic original music yeah now even though we've had music since the beginning of time Mm -hmm. and we've basically put every mathematical note beside every other note Mm -hmm. you can still make your own thing yeah it's insane isn't that nuts and like just the act of playing it is crazy yeah when you're syncing up with people or even just on your own you get into a zone and it's like you just go somewhere else for a minute at least I do but hmm yeah, music yeah. is a weird thing, man. Well, even going back to what you were saying, you know, playing a chord progression on the bass and then mm-hmm. everybody joining in, creating something unique, and everybody's like, oh, that was awesome, but then you just say it's Creep by Radiohead. Yeah. But how many songs use that chord progression? We have from... one called Thank You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's literally like, that, and it sounds nothing like Creep. It's exactly. It's upbeat yeah. and, like, totally, but it is that. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and the difference is just, you know, one of them is, you know, Tom York and the yeah. other people in Radiohead. And then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other yeah. song is you guys. <laughs> Can I be the one people know for our band? <laughs> Daniel Salas and the other guys. I feel bad for the other people. You, like, you know, there's a guy who like, goes to a bar and people are like, what do you do? He's like, dude, I'm the bass player for the Eagles. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. Okay, so you still have to pay for your beer. <laughs> you know what? It, it is an interesting thought, but I think that that's the perfect amount of uh, famous that I'd want to be. Mm, you know, you like throw it out. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I'm this, and like somebody's gonna be like, oh, that's cool. But like most people, are like, I don't care about you. Yeah. But like, you're really famous in like a really small area. Yeah. Like that's you, that's the kind of famous you want to be. You want to go to Vancouver to a show and someone's like, aren't you? Exactly. My mother-in-law works at 7-Eleven and we have had uh, trips to Vancouver where people have recognized her (laughs) because lots of people go into 7-Eleven and see her. Oh. And so I think that's too much fame for me. (laughs) (laughs) My my dad was a teacher. He was a high school counselor towards the end. (laughs) And like, we just go around Chilliwack and kids will come up. We're like, young adults now will come up and be like, oh, Mr. Salas. Oh, how are you? They talk for like five minutes and they leave. I'm like, who's that? He's like, I have no idea. I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember seeing them at all. Uh, yeah. yeah, teachers are like that. Like, yeah. the st- every student remembers the teacher, but yeah. the teacher just does not remember. It's Thirty all kids, kids. It's like a year, twenty people, yeah, like, yeah. in a day. Yeah, it's, it doesn't work that way. You really got to make an impression if you want to be a kid that gets remembered. Usually for the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that my teachers remember me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's funny because they always remember the ones that aren't in class. They're like, oh, you're only here once a week. I'll remember you. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to forget them. <sighs> okay. Sorry, Zach, do you agree about to say something? You go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So we've listened to your song, Abacus, on Spotify. Yes. And But you keep mentioning all these other songs that I yeah. haven't heard. Where can I hear this stuff? Nowhere. <laughs> okay. So we, we went into the recording studio last year in May been cooking in the oven ever since. We're really bad about just and doing it. Yeah. Executive functions. It's slowly, <laughs> but sh- slowly but surely we're going to be releasing all the tracks from the uh, studio recordings that we did. The plan was to do an EP, but we're going to do single by single. Mm-hmm. Dan has mixed the next one. Yeah. The mixing oh. of the whole thing. Yeah. No, um, how does it feel? Oh, how does it feel? But like, mm. like you do it, like we did Abacus and we're happy with it, but then you listen and you're like, I would have done some stuff differently in mm. retrospect. And you're just like, but then like we tried to get other people to mix it and it was like, it wasn't, I don't know, someone wasn't there. Like, we tried like, three different times with three different uh, people, like the three different engineers. And, and it wasn't the, bad. But it, it wasn't was bad, like, but it wasn't us. And I find the Abacus kind of captured what we sound live. And that's all you can really ask for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of going DIY for this route. Mm. We have um, a song called All My Life. Mm-hmm. And we had a, we, we used Fiverr. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Fiverr. Yeah, 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 yeah. We used yep. a freelance engineer and he did an okay that, job. Yeah, but uh, We should just put that one out. I Actually, I, I think that that one's okay, but I do think that the ones that, that you've edited and I've heard from, like, the group chat that we have, yeah. um, I've liked those, and I thought, oh, you know, like, there's there's 
there's this sort of perfectionist where it's like mm-hmm. if we tried to get the best possible mix, we could probably you know pay for that or, or do it ourselves and take a while and mm-hmm. whatever. But like honestly, I think for for anyone who's gonna listen to our music, they're not gonna be so concerned. With yeah, that. that goes back thing. to that perfectionist thing yeah. where you just gotta let your your child go. Well, I gotta be <laughs> like I feel hypocritical because some of my like I said I like sometimes like punky music and like some of my favorite stuff is the one where you're like this vocalist kind of sucks but like <laughs> and it's not even mixed good but I listen to it and it makes me feel things you know like there's a band um, that I found called Remember Sports and like the singer is like she's on that edge of like she can sing and she does it well but then sometimes she'll hit a note and you're like they kept that in but like they were like hell yeah so I just need to be honest with myself sometimes I think to be like you know what just put it out and like let it be what it be and mm-hmm. I mean also like what like eight people will listen to it <laughs> monthly you know what I mean like we're not Dude, big yet, not bad so. for stats yeah I mean, we got some, we, basically we got Ooh. some a, a little bit more recording to touch up some stuff and, and mix it one guy in India Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Listen to our song. I, I How the hell? Who, so our next you stop us? is in India. Yeah. So our next That's tour. That's tour. International yeah. tour. Yeah. Love it. You're going to see us with like all these Indian bands with more skill literature. <laughs> that would be the best thing ever. You're right? not going to lie. We'd yeah. have a niche. We'd be like uh, an oddity there. So it'd be like, ooh. Western well, punk music. What's that know? guy? Oh, um. Oh, no. That's something about David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Why? I do look like him. I think yeah, about it too. Because, yeah. <laughs> because everyone loves him in Germany. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For some strange reason. You go to this one country, like, oh, it's like, you know, David, like, we love David yeah. Hasselhoff here. I don't have a German accent. Cardboard cutouts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, they're just addicted to this guy. And it's like, who cares? <laughs> but it's the strangest thing. Like, these little these little sections of media just seep into other countries. Yep. And they're like, yeah. this is great. You love see that this. a lot with, like, Japanese music. Like, there'll yeah. be a band who'd have, like, an anime opening. And, like, everybody knows that one song. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you didn't know that, you'd be like, why does everybody know this one random yeah. Random band from Japan. I'm like, yeah. but I really like that music too. Like I like the Dance feeling. Of, I am a weeb. Yeah, <laughs> I've come to terms hey. with the fact that I'm a weeb. It's all good. It's all good. Um, but the music is like cool. Like it's like not too happy, not too sad. But they hit this weird midpoint with like what they write, and it just like, makes me feel this feeling other stuff doesn't. So I feel like a lot of my melodies, I actually try to. Yeah. Hit that it's got a this bit. unique kind of sound. Yeah. It's like there's this sort of like almost like classic, like classical kind of music style, uh, like of this sort of pure um, major scale type thing. But then mm-hmm. like they'll have these chord progressions that like don't even use the one chord or, or like they'll be like in yeah. a different order than you'd normally hear them. Yeah. Actually, uh, I was gonna say there's um, the never never gonna give you up Rick Astley that yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the Rickroll song has a chord progression that's really like used in I think it's K-pop not not Japanese mm-hmm. but Korean pop I can see and that. it's like huh and then every time <laughs> you hear that you're like oh man that sounds like <laughs> is he huge is he huge in yeah, is he a <laughs> I think he's huge everywhere yeah that song is like crazy famous <laughs> yeah he did it with like um. The Foo Fighters. Do you ever see that? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't. Or no, yeah, he... him and Dave Grohl are really good friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wild. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. So, how many songs do you guys have coming down the pipeline? 
Well, we have like our normal set list for shows, which is like the same seven or eight usually that yeah. we kind of pick out. So at least seven or eight. Okay. And then God, I have like on my phone and on like a Google Drive. At one point, I had a thing that I labeled the Vault. Okay. All these like I like, half baked songs. Yeah. Okay. Like, so. But you guys said you went into a recording studio. Oh, do you guys yeah. do it yourselves? Yeah. or? No, we went to a place called Monarch Studios in okay. Vancouver. Yeah. And mm. we were ambitious. We were like, we're going to do three songs in one day. Oof. And they were all right. Like, I kind of, in retrospect, wish we had just done one that day. But yeah, um, like the one song, well, I don't know. I feel like if we... Would have been yeah, a lot not. easier to do a good job. But I feel like by the end we were like, we gotta get the shit well, done. Well, I mean, it was like a 10, 12 hour recording session. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Do we have a good copy of Electric Eyes? No. <laughs> I mean, I think it's oh, good, but Dan, Dan's the vocalist. Yeah, but the me. vocals, that's where I'm being hypocritical because I'm like, I want it to be perfect because I don't want people to hear me and be like, he fucking sucks. Well, at least you hope it's like, at least so, like, a certain I, I don't want to be yeah. off key, is the thing. The yeah. vocal delivery is fine, but if I hear myself hit a note and I'm really flat or sharp or something, I'm like, oh. It was a long That one hurts. It was like eight. I was, Actually, it was longer than eight hours. I, I think it was ten, man. twelve hours. Yeah, mm. and then like towards the end, um, like I remember, there's uh, um, all my life I was trying to record record the solo, and it was just not hitting every yeah. single time. And then somehow, like fortunately, on the last take, it was like that's the solo and. <laughs> It was completely improvised, and yeah. I actually learned it later so that I could play it like yeah. play it live. Like, I didn't know how I did it. I think, I hope it was the take. Yeah. At one point, you were kind of looking fried, yeah. and I was like, "I'm going in," and I went into the room, and I was like, "Michael, <laughs> yeah, give me some energy," and you were like, oh. "I'm like, ah! <laughs> I was like, I need you to," ah! and then you got, I was like, I got your amp, and then you like recorded. I think that might have been the, the, <laughs> take. the take. Uh, we did. We did end up um, uh, like using some rented equipment at Andrew's place to like record some some stuff that that didn't get quite finished or wasn't quite right. Yeah. Abacus's guitar track was recorded in my house Which with a U eighty seven. So yeah, mm. and we did some like overdubbing too because it's only the three of us. But during like a, a solo section live, it sounds good just the bass and the guitar. But mm-hmm. on a recording, you kind of want to have that rhythm. So yeah. I recorded some of the rhythm stuff yeah, on there. Organ. Make a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, the yeah. organ. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's well, super. Played the yeah. Or- yeah, so because I, I to go back, I've been playing. I played organ and piano, right? And, and mainly, I'm a piano player, uh, but I guess they're both equally. You know, they're both percussion, technically speaking. Yeah. So we added some organ. That really made it. Yeah, because we were like, being a little bit conservative. Right, we were yeah, like, right. we're just gonna do what we do, and just kind of record it and play it out. But like, I think we're being a little bit more like, let's add some stuff, let's get it out mm-hmm. one by one. So we're being a bit purist of like, if we, yeah. if we can't do it live, then we shouldn't do it on the yeah. album. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Does it sound good? Because make it sound yeah, nice, exactly. right? In fact, That's... actually, it would be really cool. I think um, if if I could have my pick of what we would get as a, a fourth musician, it would be someone to play keys, like, so we could do it live. Mm-hmm. Well, I have my yeah. grand piano on the left side of my kid. Yes. Right? <laughs> he's not good. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. I mean, Jesus <laughs> age. But imagine two drummers, two pianos yeah. on stage. Um, speaking of the drums, in the recording studio when they when they mic'd up the drums they had like every single oh thing 16 God. 16 channels They're so good and I got so to use a 1964 Ludwig yeah bl- you know, Black Oyster like what Ringo Starr used okay. and he's one of my favorite drummers too mm. so it was, that was a really cool experience awesome yeah, it was good yeah I think Said the Whale also yeah. recorded yeah, at, they oh they did didn't they yeah. 
it was a cool studio. They had like a whole like uh, area upstairs that was like an apartment had like a little kitchenette and mm. a foosball table. Yeah, it was oh, a good vibe. Sweet. Yeah. It was it's a, not a studio without the foosball table. <laughs> Come on. Exactly. That's why I'm building one. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. You're getting serious about yeah. this. Oh yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. We're like 50 <laughs> episodes in. We gotta get. We gotta go hardcore, man. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So what's next for you guys? You're going to um, do some shows the ne- this coming year? Yeah, I would love to record some stuff. I'm also, like, the internet, we are talking about that. Like, i got to put shit on the internet. we got to, like, it helps. TikTok and all that. you got to, like, hit it. Because, like, That's another algorithm we got to get into yeah. because so many people just, use like TikTok. Said, we're, we're bad about doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to play and, like... I enjoy every show we do in the recording, but like also I just have fun playing, and I yeah. kind of get sometimes lost and like, oh yeah, I should probably be like trying to. That's the most soul sucking thing. It like, yeah. you can't just put it out there. Yeah. yeah, you have to do the gross promotion oh, thing. Yeah, and yeah. like the and the, the paperwork and the yeah, pinching out cold calling practically, yeah. and especially when we started out being like hey you guys want you do a show we'll play which like if anybody's doing a show we'll play <laughs> hey. but especially in the beginning you have to accept like we don't mean shit right now we have like 30 followers on Instagram and they're our family yep you know yeah. <laughs> like obligated to be there yeah, yeah. and that's kind of cool though because we have like almost 200 now which you know we could that's be 200 maybe. people but it's, yeah it's like care. 200 people that like out, went out of their way to actually be like yeah every oh, show that we've it. ever played you can see like a little the, bump the little bump each yeah. time yeah, yeah. so fun. hopefully we got you know a few more coming up maybe some people hear us for the first time mm-hmm. are like okay I'll check them out get a merch deal oh, yeah if you play four shows in a row like you're gonna get some serious traction yeah, you better <laughs> <laughs> instagram.com slash morse literature band <laughs> That's networking right there. Hey. Yeah. All of our some followers will hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Dump it in later. All of our 20,000 followers. <laughs> Something like that. Man, 20,000. Can you imagine? I, I can't know. Wait. That's what I'm like, man. Can't wait. I mean, regardless of how many follows, followers you get or what, how much traction, like, just engaging in this type of... Like, I think it's wonderful that you're inviting people locally yeah. Yeah. from around That's the cool. valley and even, you know, as far as maybe, you know, Langley, because I qualify as that. So <laughs> Absolutely. We've had guys from Vancouver and all Yeah, sort, and I think that's wonderful mm-hmm. to, like, get people involved and to be like, hey, this is what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's doing something. They just don't have the right avenues or channels to do it. Absolutely. Or to share it, rather, so... It's a good thing, man. We uh, we kind of started this podcast talking about this sort of like disconnect of like the youth, and um, and how like social media kind of like really like kind of puts them into their own kind of like. I don't know isolated kind of stations and 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 the thing about about the kind of shows that we play mm. is there are always kids there they're always like all kids you know uh, yeah like people mm. who are who are finding a place that they get to be part of a community yeah and and really I think uh, as we look to the future of like what our kind of society will will look like I really hope that live music is the, one of the things that really like brings us together mm-hmm. and we get to be like part of a thing together and it doesn't matter if it's big or like you know perfect or sounds great it's just the sort of sense of being there with other people who are just like I'm having a good time yeah and it's just good to have a good time with other people well yeah being in the crowd too yeah the crowd's really getting like I don't mosh much but like I've gone in a couple times and it's like (laughs) man like 
Yeah. You're in the show then. Like, you're mm-hmm. feeling it. Yeah, while we're playing, he jumps off the stage. He goes mosh with it. I wish. Yeah. I, the one regret I have is I wish we had a bass player so I could just run around the stage and be a bit crazier. But, like, and I'm kind of... regret is bonitus. Bonitus. Future hour. Oh, the yeah. 80s guy. <laughs> yeah, from Vietnam. I totally forgot about that. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it is so hot in it's this. Really it's really warm. We're going to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I'm dripping. Yeah. No, I, I hear... Yeah. Residue. <laughs> I'm leaving sweat marks on the, the table. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we should have done a break halfway through. We did. We, sometimes we do breaks halfway through when it's really warm. Mm. But not Anyways. for you guys. No. no. Oh. Well, you guys <laughs> were like it, yeah. the 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 discord is just discord. No, discourse. 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 The discourse is just natural with you guys. It just flows the this whole is, time. This is bad yeah, you can tell you guys work really well together. Yeah. Just by how you guys talk to each other. Yeah. yeah. This is the problem is we take a five minute break at practice and it's like forty five minutes. Yeah. Like, oh, exactly. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I go home now. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, I mean, so you guys are gonna get some music out. Yep. You're gonna keep playing. You're gonna keep being awesome. Try it. I mean, that's all we can ask. Sometimes <laughs> we'll even post to social media. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> if we're feeling like it, kind of. Yeah. I like to post puns because it is Morse code literature. And then if I see like like I got a blister and I posted a picture and it was like Morse code blisterature. Like <laughs> if I think of a good one, I try to do it to be present on. And that's not a media. good one. It's not a good one. There's like so Morse code. Stretch. There's well, a, I don't see you posting. <laughs> I have pictures that I sometimes think about posting and then I go, I don't know if that's good or not. You should just you post like, it. Do you, just um, post it. Do you ever like bake a pie and make a good crust and you post modern crustic podcast? On <laughs> that's actually pretty smart. I'm like, you <laughs> redeemed yourself. Yeah, first. okay. <laughs> You've given me something more. new. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I just want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Like, yeah, this has been great. Again, we so appreciate it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's really fun. Morse code literature on Instagram. Yep. Check them out on Spotify. We have a Facebook. It's kind of dead. It's, it's Facebook. Yeah, we have Facebook too. I don't yeah. think we've ever touched it. Nope. No. No. Um, no. Bandcamp. If you want to send us fifty cents. <laughs> Do you just have the one song on Bandcamp? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. We have well, a link, we have like, a link tree. How soon do you think? Uh, what's your what's your estimate for like when we can get some of the other music out? I could probably do it any time if I'm being honest. I just gotta bite the bullet. Tonight. Tonight. Yeah. yeah. Use this as inspiration. Yeah. You guys are awesome just the way you are. Yeah. Put your music out. Someone else has to do it because I won't do it. You did it last time. Okay, I'll you do, do it. it. Yeah. Okay. I'll take I'm recording responsibility. It. It's on me. Look at that. There We're we changing go. the world. Right <laughs> yes. One band that Thanks, time. Dad. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh. Dad. <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> you know what? Now that it's out there, people, someone will take it, and it's gonna. They're gonna be. Oh, huge. I'm gonna copyright it. They're gonna be huge. <laughs> SorryDad.com. That's not a good website. <laughs> yeah, you just keep that. Put that in there. Entirely different. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. We could laugh all night, but thank you guys again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wrap this Love up. Love it. Awesome. Follow this podcast if you don't already. I, don't know I think if they're listening, no, to this no, just now do it. <laughs> the very end. Oh, <laughs> so all right, all right, and that's it.